Right on. Welcome back, Ranch Nation. Uh, always an honor to, to hang with you guys here at the East Valley Institute of Technology. Mr. Greg Ovist is in studio with G-double-E-double-Z-U-P, baby. What's up? Always an honor to hang with you guys. And I know a lot of you, uh, the Budos Band, we need to give uh, props up to the Budos Band. They're a small band out of Staten Island. Put them on your player. Let's bump it up, baby. We love that song. We love sharing that with you guys. And I do want to take a moment, if you're new to this show, we're a lifestyle show. RanchNation.tv. We know that a lot of you will dip in and out. Of course, our podcast goes up Sunday. We like to cover the gamut of the interesting, the fascinating people, places, things. If it moves, it has wheels, it goes up and down and hoopty. Speaking of hoopty, we got a lowrider show that we decided. It's coming up. Yeah, which one? Oh, well, you're, our, our guest. I'm telling you, oh. this is fresh off the presses. Man, you're you're ahead of me. Yeah, um, we're trying to have Luis Miranda from Miranda Miranda's Customs in two weeks, and he's a lowrider historian. And if everything pans out, he'll uh, be on our show in a couple weeks. Can't wait. Yeah, shows like that, you guys can get on a wrenchnation.tv. Uh, last week, uh, you know, we covered how to navigate the murky waters of a Merck market correction. It's real. I mean, you, I know a lot of you are not sitting there day trading and things like that, but the media is, uh, I feel like, Greg, the media is putting out some doom and gloom. Yeah, you can't believe everything nowadays. You need to verify it for yourself. You know, going into your trucker story we were chatting about earlier. Yeah, the truckers, a lot of you truckers listen to this show. We appreciate you guys on the road. Um, We're in development. I'm going to do my best. I think we're going to pull it off. But we're going to incorporate a trucker series where we can actually talk to truckers that are out on the road. They are the unsung heroes. And I'm not prepared to get knee deep, but I can tell you this. Inflation is real. How much of that cost is actually distribution issues? Because truckers right now... They're seeing their load rates drop. And you would figure, okay, well, in high inflation, those load rates should be going up. Right. They were. They were astronomical, but we're starting to see that as we speak. So RanchNation.tv, you can also catch uh, the gentleman racer, Michael Satterfield. Uh, that was episode 250. Great journalist uh, doing his thing. And, of course, Hot Wheels Mania, Guinness Book World Record holder. Hot Wheels, collectibles. Mike Zarnick, a true character. Yeah, Hot Wheels TV. Hot, this guy, check out his YouTube channel. I think you, <laughs> right? I think you will enjoy it because I think he's got everything from toilet paper Hot Wheels, everything to the frying pan Hot Wheels. Yeah, the interesting part about his collection: not only does he have rare Hot Wheels, he has that rare Hot Wheel in every color option that it came in. So he's a he's a, he's a big fan. And and what's really cool about that is Hot Wheels has actually recognized him. Of course, he's doing amazing things for the brand. He's keeping mm-hmm. that brand front and center. Uh, what I want to do on this show, and I'm just going to just air this out. We mentioned Unsung Heroes, by the way, of truckers. That's true that. I mean, you know, these truckers are hauling. And by the way, don't pull in front of a trucker. No. Because a lot of you don't know they've got radar. What does that mean? When you pull in, you think you're, you're clear? Mm-hmm. No, man, it automatically breaks and it lugs that truck. And it it, it, it it's not a happy day for a trucker. No. It's automatically that engine. A lot just, of people don't know that, though. They do not know that. So give the truckers space, man. They're hauling big, big, what, 40, 50, 60,000 pounds of chicken that you're going to eat tomorrow. 
give them the courtesy. Touch that chicken. Yeah, and at the same time, yeah, do the whole trucker horn thing. You know how you. My kids still do that. I, I've done it since I was little. And most truckers, they're still, that's like, that ain't going anywhere. No. Nope. What do we do with autonomous trucking? What are we going to happen with our horns? You know, I was just watching that. You know, Elon has this semi-truck coming out that... It's been out for, I mean, I think... A million right now, miles is supposed to go without any maintenance is what I kind of heard. Boy, Not trucker, sure that's true, I don't know but. about... I think we legislatively, we're in a hard place right now. Yeah. Uh, we can't agree on stuff. And then, you know, there's still the safety factor. I know that, I believe it's uh, out in Michigan, uh, they're testing sections of roadway, hardcore. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I mean, it is coming, hopefully not. I don't know. I, I don't want truckers to lose their jobs, man. No, not at all. You know, I don't want mechanics to lose their job either, people. No, and if you have a mechanic, give them a hug. Give them a hug. That's <laughs> our motto, man. Hug your local mechanic. Uh, Wrench Nation, we do highlight the automotive industry, but we are tainted. I, you know, as a wrench, as a shop operator, Desert Car Care. Of course, Greg, you're in the industry. We've had a ton of great industry folks on the show. Yep. Um, they're working hard, man. They are. Give them a hug. Stop beating them up on the all change price already, <laughs> please. But on this show, we talk about unsung heroes. How about this, man? A lot of my youngsters can relate. I remembered, Greg, you remember, you young, you you know, you starting off, you 20-something, young 20-something, you try this, you try that, and then you land into something, specifically, let's say an automotive career as a technician or someone in the collision industry. It's, a, it's an anxiety-ridden time of life. Mm-hmm. It's a new career. It's new information. And the wallet that creates stress. Financially, a lot of you strapped. We all went through it. We still go through it. But by the way, a scholarship and the great things that many in the industry, specifically the Collision Repair Education Foundation, we can go on and on. There's many. We are deciding to dedicate this show to the unsung heroes that make scholarship happen. And by the way, a lot of those scholarships don't get filled. I know. That's sad. Uh, Hello. There's money on the table. They are not being filled. If you're looking, I don't know, let's switch gears. We're not talking automotive. Just in general, in all fairness, you've got to find them. They're out there, and they do not get filled. On this show, we're going to talk with Mr. Brandon Eckenrode, Director of Development, Career. Uh, A return guest? Oh, I'd say Brandon's in studio. Hello, Mr. Brandon. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah, well. you've, you've been on before, man, and... and uh, you're with the Collision Repair Education Foundation. We're going to get to you more detail about some of the great good works and what I really think is fascinating, and we're truly honored. We have a major donor holding in the wings. We're going to talk to Mr. Tim Edelman. I hopefully got – is it Edelman? Edelman, yes. Tim it. Edelman is a rock star veteran in the collision industry. He's retired. You think he's fishing right now? <laughs> well, maybe, but no. He's on the forefront to give back to this industry. Yeah, he's not To pay down. it forward. Yep. And so I want to dedicate this show to all of my unsung heroes behind the scenes that pay it forward and all my youngsters out there or even retraining adults. Mm-hmm. Don't ever take that for granted. Be humble because you're going to get to your place of career. You're right. going to be rolling in it. You're going to be moving and grooving. There's an element of give back. There's an element of go giving, go giving. Yep. You're a go-getter in your career, but don't forget to be a go-giver. Yeah, and pay it back. And I learned that. Somebody called me a go-giver, and I'm like, I'm not a go-giver. I always thought of myself as a go-getter. 
And that changed my mind shift a little bit. Like, you know what? Yeah, a part of my day, yes, and I'm preaching to you, <laughs> part of your day should be just a small amount yeah. of giving, man. Forget about all this crappy dappy. We're hearing this fake news, this macro economy. Yes, there's stuff going on. But what are you doing in your community? Right. Go give while you go get. Yep. They go hand in hand. I don't know. That's gonna I'm gonna have to sizzle that and put that on Twitter. Go give before you go get. Oh, I feel a sizzle. Can I trademark a sizzle reel coming soon on that? All right, so I don't have much for recalls. I try to cover it. It wasn't a big, big story. I like Kia and Hyundai. I think we reported on them. But the story is a story because there were only 32 cars recalled on the Kia Hyundai side. So if you think it's only 32. 32. So we got to dig deep. How did they narrow that down? Uh, Kia is recalling 30 of their little tiny Rios and <laughs> Hyundai 2. There's only two of these Hyundai accents being recalled. Does that really constitute a recall? That's what I'm saying. Uh, the years affected, 2021 to 22, 30 Kia Rios and two Hyundai Accents. <laughs> um, and this is thanks to our friends at Autoblog. They said an improperly tightened lower steering column U-joint. By the way, we've seen that in the shop. They, they weren't recalls. There's actually right. a lower steering column kit. It's very inexpensive. When you guys steer and you feel in the steering wheel that little clunk, it's not quite a deep suspension but just when you slightly steer, intermediate shaft-like, it's like your bones, people, your anatomy. Go from shoulder to elbow to wrist. Right. Some of you wake up and you got a little rattly, rattly <laughs> in their wrist. Or, it's the same principle, but according to this, an improperly, improperly tightened lower steering column, U-joint bolt, may loosen over time. That's a big deal, people. Mm-hmm. I think that's why they recalled it, but only 30 Kia Rios. So, in two of these Hyundai Accents. <laughs> two of these. All right, I'm looking for you too because I want you on the show. If yeah, you were we the need two of them, we need. Yeah, I want to hear your story. If you're the two out of hundreds <laughs> of thousands, you got an open mic on the show, yeah, baby. They should get balloons or something. I'm telling you, but listen, as I tell you every show, nhtsa.gov. Stop trying to be a big shot. You, especially my used car people, you're buying used cars, and you know it all. You're kicking tires and blah 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 blah. Checking oil, and that's great. Mm-hmm. Go on to NHTSA.gov. We pay taxes for that. They work for us. Yep. And you can find your latest recalls. You put your VIN number in. What is happening in the antiquity classic car arena, Mr. Greg Ovist? Well, in the antiquities market. <laughs> <laughs> That's your Greg Antiquity Ovist. What it is is I'm actually kind of disappointed because the Meekum auction is going on right now. Oh, can in, we get in- it? Can we? We can't. Oh, wait, can't I, chime it in on. I'm watching. Oh, get it that. I love that. <laughs> get it, no, get it on the mic. I'm like live it. streaming it right now. Hold on. Put it on the mic. <laughs> I, I can't. I'm sorry. See? Oh, my. God, I love it. Oh. See? I love this stuff. Those are unsung heroes. Those guys that just do the. I don't care if they're selling chicken hooves or, or, or beautiful automobiles. Right. Where are they at, Meekum, this time of they're year? They're in Indianapolis, Indy. And uh, the auction went, started last weekend. It goes through Saturday. So I'm watching it all day, every day until the weekend comes. That's a man, right? And, uh, Mr. Ovis, you I, are just a car addict. I love is. you for that. I, I love this stuff. But what's, what's interesting is, you know, we had JK uh, on the show. 
He's uh, the commentator for Motor Trend, Stephen. John Craman, you can catch him. Yep. He's up on the website. Great, yep. great Steve, journalist. Stephen Cox is there now. Stephen Cox, and you know Wade is there with Coker, probably doing something or with his Car Guy Adventures because that's what they do at these Mika Mocks. So I'm kind of missing out, but I'm staying staying close to it. But one thing I did notice that I think you would like is yesterday a 1979 authentic New York checker taxi cab. Oh, the, I love that. The that original ones. I grew up with this yeah. as a kid. It was like peanut butter sandwiches in the checker cab. Yep. One I love it. One of them sold yesterday. It was, it was no, it was documented as authentic New York checker. So it was kind of neat to see that go across the block. Now what do they got? Yeah. Model Y. You know, we need to keep, I say if we're going to keep society original gangster. Original gangster. I like that. Term. Save the taxi cab. Save traditional them. Like, all of you grew up in the 60s and 70s, and you watched the sitcoms and all those great shows. There was always an old school taxi. There always was. Big, bubbly. I don't even, what was the name of the, I got to look this up. What was the platform? Let's look it up, because I feel like we're not newsworthy. Old New York City taxi platform. This is live radio, people. All right, New York City taxis are an old school. Sorry, I don't see that do one. that to me, man. I love it. <laughs> Checker Taxi, uh, dominant taxi cab company, national franchisers based in Chicago. Give me some more of that. Blue, blue, blue. You want more? Oh. I need to hear. He's gone. Nope. All right, on, we're all over the place. I'll bring it back. Here we go. You guys get excited. You got your paychecks. You ready? This is a 74 Corvette. Convertible. See? Just, I don't care. Listen, if that guy is selling a dozen of eggs right now, I will overpay for it because of just the way he... Right? But the checker... That'll put me to sleep. But go ahead with the checker. Checker Taxi. Uh, checker Motors. American Car yep. Company. Um, I'm in Wikipedia. I'm cheating. Okay. I just, you know, it's something about things you grew up with in your, yep. in your childhood. Yep. Some of it was damning and depressing, yep. messed you up. And then some of it was a feel good. Yeah. Fun and exciting. Chicago, Illinois. That's where they were based out of. Yep. Uh, both, uh, both companies, Markin Automobile Body owned by Morris Markin in the thirties. Thank you, Mr. Markin. You created a lot of great childhoods. Uh, 1959 to 1982, Checker A Series sedans remain the most famous yep. taxi cab in the U.S. And believe it or not, I have a backstory to some taxi cab stuff. Uh, in the movie, Catch Me If You Can with Leonardo DiCaprio, in the airport scene, there's three Checker taxis that are in that shot. Two of them were a buddy of mine that had no motors, and they actually pushed them for the shot to act like they were pulling into the airport. Look what these people <laughs> do for TV, <laughs> they man. Do. You know... But, That's what we do for TV. We just, yeah. whatever you need me to do. That's right. And then, hey, lot number 333, which I love really much, uh, very much, Batmobile, Fireball. Is that Fireball, Tim? Replica. It's going on Friday. That's Fireball Tim's design? Fireball Tim's design. It's going on Friday. I'm expected to, to see that price go high. So, you know, I'm excited. Uh, Meekum Auctions, if you're listening... Mr. Meekum and Meekum Tribe. It's Frank and Dana. I don't know how they Frank do it. Frank and Dana. They, they pull, Mr. Greg Ovist. Yeah, they have 20 different collections going this week. I don't even know where they find them. They're just in the business. Yeah. Well, so. we're honored to have uh, Collision Repair Education Foundation. Take a moment, not while you're driving. Please check out this not-for-profit organization that's dedicated 100% to supporting the collision industry. You get into an accident. You have a fender bender. It's a horrific time. You're out of a vehicle. 
We talk about automotive technicians. We talk about mechanics. But what about the collision side? Those people painting your vehicle. There is a whole slew of that side of the industry, and we're honored to have Mr. Brandon Eckenrode of CREF, Collision Repair Education Foundation. He's in studio, and we've got Tim Edelman, major contributor to the Collision Repair Education Foundation. We're talking scholarships and the unsung heroes behind that. Stay tuned, Wrench Nation. Bolt-On Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. As a small business owner, we have a ton of overhead. One of those is merchant fees. To process credit cards can be expensive. I save over 75% with Card Connect Paradise. Get on to charge-it-now.com. Charge-it-now.com. Or give Dan Arndt at Card Connect Paradise a call. His team is standing by to help you out. I save over 75% in credit card merchant fees every month. That's huge. 480-289-6304. Card Connect Paradise. Save on credit card fees. Merchant service fees don't have to be ungodly expensive. Give Dan a call. 480-289-6304. Card Connect Paradise. Whether you're looking for full-service direct mail or you just simply want a few marketing materials printed for use in your store, Mail Shark has got you covered. With over 10 years of client service success with direct mail postcards, restaurant box toppers, magnets, and so much more, MailShark is there to help your marketing team acquire the clients you deserve. Pay weekly, pay as you go. There is no pressure, no contracts, direct mail. For more details, visit themailshark.com. Support for Wrench Nation Car Talk, the smart choice for auto parts, Pronto National Association. Pronto is committed to the independent automotive aftermarket and demonstrates leadership within the automotive industry. Pronto Association is made up of nearly 100 member auto part distributors. Visit pronto-net.com. Automotive technical training, parts lineup, and representation of the automotive member community. Pronto-net.com. Funding for Wrench Nation Car Talk brought to you by Vision Collision, a full-service auto body repair, collision repair, and automotive paint facility in Tempe, Arizona, serving all of Greater Phoenix. Free towing, free estimates, Vision Collision, family owned and operated, 480-248-9049, Vision Collision. Welcome back, Wrench Nation, hanging out with you guys from the East Valley Institute of Technology. Uh, grateful to have you on. If you're new to our show, please check out our podcast. I know that you can dip in and out uh, on radio. Big shout out to KMET, a new station for awesome. us awesome. out in Southern California. Uh, always uh, good to expand. And we're working on some other things, uh, you know, in the works to help get the message and have fun. We've heard well, from you you're guys. You're a rock star, Frank. Well, you're, no, you're it's not about happen. me. It's everybody here, including our good friend Tim Edelman. <laughs> He's online. Tim, welcome to the show. 
Well, thanks for having me, Frank. Awesome yeah, to be here. you know what? Uh, first off, first things first. How you feeling? We heard you're a little under the weather. Are you okay? Yeah, I went. Uh, I had a little my second bout of COVID, but I uh, took those antiviral drugs. And man, I'll tell you, if anybody gets a, a second bout of COVID, um, don't hesitate to take those the, wow. the meds that are out there. They're amazing. Yeah, so, and that's yeah, the sentiment. Yeah, we hear about that. I mean, you have some viewpoints on that, but we just want to make sure you're good and ready for. A little bit of action here on Wrench Nation. Uh, Tim, we're just going to declare this. I think it's important, and I'd like to bring Brandon. Brandon, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, with Cref. Um, you guys work hand-in-hand, hand, like many in the collision industry. Tim, give us your storied history. You just retired. We don't want to hear about retirement yet, but uh, you are a veteran of the collision industry. Uh, I'd like to go back in time. How long have you been in the industry? Well, I was in the industry for 34 years, still consider myself in the industry, but got in it in a little bit of an odd way. If uh, you got a minute, I'll tell you a little story. Yeah, no, share the story, yeah. <clears throat> so I bought my first car when I was 15, and I th thought my uncle was doing me a favor, but it was a 65 Ford station wagon. needed a tune-up. It needed brake cylinders, wheel cylinders, and so on. So it's like, well, I've got this car now for $350. What am I going to do with it? So I went to the library and got a Chilton's manual. Does anybody remember the days of the Chilton's manuals? Oh, those yeah. are those are collectibles right now, Tim. Yeah, so it's a step-by-step -step on how to repair a car. And so anyway, I got into the mechanical side of the business and, you know, fixed up this car. So that was my first car. My second, which was a nicer car, was a 69 Chevrolet Camaro, which is kind of a, a hobby car for me now, which I, which I just love. But I was kind of a self-taught um, backyard mechanic. And a, a friend of mine that I met at church was a body repair technician at a dealership. So he would oftentimes, oftentimes buy a vehicle that would need mechanical work, and he would do the rebuild on the collision site. So I would help him, and he would help me. So if I, I can never say that I've never made a living fixing a car um, with a mechanic or a collision repair, but just love cars. Yeah. I have always loved cars, and I have eight um, classics in my garage uh, uh -oh. today. And, um, you know, continue to have a very, very, very much passionate uh, about the business. So in, um, in 1984, um, I was working in an unrelated um, industry out of college, and I was approached to um, join two guys, uh, Randy McPherson and Willie Benjamin, that started Abra, uh, Auto Body Refinishers of America at the time. And so I was fortunate enough to get involved in the ground level. Um, I actually went to vocational school at night to learn how to properly estimate a vehicle. And, you know, Randy taught me the front end of the business, and we hit the ground running, had two stores in Minneapolis, Minnesota in 1985, and just really never looked back. I worked on the um, operating side of the business uh, for the first 20 years, which is a, a very difficult side of the business. Anybody that's in collision repair, taking care of customers and working with our business partners, the insurance companies, um, know what a challenge it is to restore um, vehicles to pre-accident condition. So... Yeah, no, that's a challenge, and I gotta, I gotta ask you on that note because you had mentioned, you know, early on, sort of, you know, fixing cars and stuff. I think for a lot of our uh, folks that are engaging in the automotive industry, they're getting started. How did you decipher? I'm going to maybe the refinishing collision side and not underhood technician side. What attracted you to that? Did you have any early year mentors? Uh, how did you see that? Because we always hear about the inspiration for youngsters to 
become a mechanic, you know, their uncle, or like you said, a, a particular 69 Chevy, what have you. How did you just decide to go on the body side of, of the industry, the collision yeah, side? Was really, I think it was the, the business opportunity. I've always been intrigued by business. Um, you know, when you're in business, you get a report card every month, and it's called a profit and loss statement. And that really drives... Well, profit or loss, right? right. Not or no loss. P and L. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Could be a P yeah. You're right. right. Um, so that really um, drove me. And then the opportunity to invest in the second Aber location and being on the ground floor was... Um, really, a, you know, made it made it a no-brainer for me. Yeah, and I would like to give shout-out to uh, abraauto.com, A-B-R-A-Auto.com, embedded in the community. In fact, uh, this is your, I'm looking at the website, Shine Season, to help fight cystic fibrosis. See, that's the thing, automotive, that's what we do. We There's a percentage of what we do, and it goes right back to the community, and Abra is doing that. Uh, and you were Director of Development for Collision Repair, so you can you talk to us about what that title means. What was your? I mean, you read the P and Ls. You kept things straight. Um, what did? What would? What was your day looking like on an, on an average day? Yeah. So for the first twenty years, I was on the operating side of the business, and it deals with staffing and building a team and making sure that you've got the right amount of folks at the right repair center. And then in business development, that's really a, a position between um, an operator like Abra and the insurance industry. So my role was to uh, work with insurance companies and develop strategic relationships with those companies so when their insureds had a claim that they could, um, with comfort, refer that customer um, to an ABRA location near them, and they, they could have confidence that that vehicle was repaired to pre-accident condition. And if there ever was a problem with a repair, which sometimes there are, we're humans, we, you know, we fix cars, but we make a mistake here and there, they have one single point of contact to deal with, and that's the people in the business development area within, within ABRA. So the first 20 years was operating, and the last uh, 14 years was on kind of the insurance claim side. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I think the consumers, uh, because they're connected with insurance, a total different way of pursuing retail automotive mechanical service i got my insurance i just they the car goes over here and then it's done and i'm in a rental have we gotten better on the service side for the collision because you know you hear about horror stories um about an end product that's not you termed it pre-collision condition is that what you you stated yeah, it's a pre-accident condition. Pre-accident and, uh, condition, yeah. Yeah, our industry does an amazing job on bringing vehicles back to pre-loss condition, getting them back on the road um, safely so the families can, you know, take their kids back and forth to work and so on. But um, it's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a challenging um, career, but it's also very rewarding. We're helping, we're helping people solve problems. They have an unplanned event. Something happened in their life that was unplanned, and they need help. And there's anxiety behind that for sure. So uh, you got a little 101 in psychology, consumer psychology <laughs> development course, because I'd imagine you're dealing with a lot of heat. People want their cars, um, and they, they, they want it now. Life is happening, and sometimes these cars are up, especially now with supply chain issues and so on. I think patience is, is key, but that's stuff you deal with on a, on a regular basis uh, at the collision shop level. Yeah, the, uh, an automobile collision is the third most traumatic thing that can happen in somebody's life. The, the first one is, take a guess, first most traumatic thing would be death. Yes. Second yeah. is divorce. Third is a collision repair, unplanned collision. Wow. Uh, in that order, so wow. Can I, can I give you a statistic? 
I hope I hope it's not the latest. I hope it's changed, but. <laughs> right? You as a consumer would rather have your teeth pulled than go to see the local mechanic. <laughs> I mean, I've been reading that statistic for years. Uh, we need to change that a little bit, I think, or a lot of bit. <laughs> you know. But that's, uh, that's a lot of anxiety. Brandon Eckenrod, uh, Director of Development with, uh, well, Facilitator of Generosity, as it's listed on LinkedIn. Much more uh, fitting title. All my professionals, good. please look up Brandon Eckenrod uh, on LinkedIn. And you've been behind CREF. Raising funds for years. Uh, there is a dire need. Every year, more than 21,000 collision repair technicians leave the industry. It's a trend that's been increasing since 1995. Oh, that's a lot. And an additional wow. 31,000 technicians uh, are leaving the industry for other jobs. Where are we getting it wrong with these technicians? Let's talk to those that are just throwing the towel in, Brandon. What are you hearing on the street? Why are... Because we lose it on the on the tech side too, maybe some of that's pay culture. It's getting a little better, I think, a lot of better, hopefully. Why are collision technicians leaving? I mean, what's the? Let's talk about. I mean, what's going on there? I think at least in terms of uh, those that are coming into the industry, one of it's an awareness piece. Where at least on. Well, let's talk about those in the industry because that number was phenomenal, um, and that number was thirty-one thousand technicians leave their current employees. For another job, uh, well, within the industry. my I do apologize. I got that wrong. So let's go back. Are we not making youngsters aware that there's a career in collision? I think there's plenty of people that are aware of the mechanical, you know, the engine side, engine repair side. But there's not as many aware of the collision repair side and what the different career paths are. Um, so that's kind of ownership on us as an industry that we need to do a better job of educating not just the students, but like we like to say is influence the influencers. So yeah. it's those parents, it's the school administrators to make sure that they keep these programs around is that sometimes their first entryway into the industry is the programs that they have at their local high school or technical colleges. Um, so making sure that they understand what the different career paths are. I've been in the industry for over 20 years, but you do not want me touching a vehicle because that's not my expertise. So it's making sure they know I can go into this industry and have a opportunity in many different fields and hopefully start changing those numbers around so that we can start seeing more people coming in than we are leaving. Uh, Brandon, what's the take? Uh, parents, uh, we mentioned in the past, it, it seems to be this vision of a grease monkey not getting paid well, toiling, trudging, no respect, uh, greedy operators. That's not a career for them. Are you seeing a shift in mood with parents because now they are truly being educated that the automotive industry, whether it's collision or mechanical, is a, is a great flight path. Things are changed. And I think what's going to help especially is, as you know, Frank, the cars that we're driving are becoming more and more complex. It's a, technot it's a very technical field because we're basically driving around computers on wheels. So we yeah. need a highly trained, skilled professional to repair those cars to get them back to pre-accident condition, like Tim said. So this is an opportunity for us because of how complex these vehicles are becoming. And I've said in recent, recent speeches, you know, doctors have it easy. Our bodies haven't changed at all. These cars are changing constantly. So for these people in this industry, you have to keep up to speed with how do you repair a hybrid vehicle, an electric vehicle. There's a lot yeah. of different things going on with these vehicles that we need to know how to repair. I'm a broken record. I mentioned 100 million lines of code under that new F-150. Uh, two things. One, please do not ask for a free check engine light. It ain't happening. It's not <laughs> going to be accurate. And two, hug a mechanic. I got to switch to you, Tim, real quick. We got two minutes before we hit the break. Uh, I ask you, uh, in the industry, the collision industry, 
What is the need right now uh, for the collision industry? What type of careers are in great demand specifically? Is it the refinishers? Is it, you know, the, the frame folks? Talk to us about that. Yeah, it's the auto body repair technician. It's the guy that's going to fix the unibody structure. It's the guy that's going to fix the fender. Um, it's really the repair technician, and that's what my scholarships are going to focus on, is those those young people that want to go into the auto body repair, so the technician side. So not only can you repair um, a fender, a bumper, a hood, you can replace those components, but you can also um, take care of all the advanced electronics um, that are that are needed to repair um, tech, uh, the vehicles today with collision avoidance and those types of things. Yeah, and I and I think the tooling the tooling has made uh, amazing strides. Um, you mentioned the technology of the actual vehicle and the ADAS systems and things and lidar, radar, resetting all that and calibrations. But I think the tooling uh, in the bays uh, has stepped up, just like it has, you know, on the on the technical on the mechanical side of uh, what we do under hood. I want you guys to check out CREF Collision Repair Education Foundation, founded in '91. If you are interested. In supporting scholarships, Brandon Eckenrode is readily available. His team at CREF, CollisionEducationFoundation.org, and Tim just teased us a little bit, the donation, the scholarship. The man could have just went and retired and said goodnight, Charlie, <laughs> catching big fish down in Mexico. Just but getting no, started. He is just getting started right? by way of paying it forward. We're going to share Tim's story when we get back from break. Ranch Nation, stay tuned. Now, I got to tell you, I'm pretty excited about this. We have a benefits portion of our website, RanchNation.tv, where we've got benefits for the Ranch Nation community, which is really protection for you, your family, your team. Your culture is important. Your team environment is important. So we're going to make it real easy for you to shop for health care, life insurance, device insurance, even pet insurance. I'm excited to share with you the benefits for the Wrench Nation community. Get on a wrenchnation.tv. We've made it real easy and simple. Your small business team deserve no less. Get on a wrenchnation.tv, check out the benefits page and check out health insurance, life insurance, car rental, condo and home insurance. You name it, we've got your benefits covered. Get wrenchbenefits.com or wrenchnation.tv. I want my mileage back. Of course you want your mileage back. And all the extra money you've spent feeding an engine gunked up with carbon. Your car needs its fuel system cleaned, and it needs it now. You need BG44K. It's the one dealerships use the most. In fact, they use BG44K almost 3 to 1 over any other fuel system cleaner made. To find a shop near you, go to BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. I got my mileage back. BG, BG. 52% of the population family are women. We love you ladies, but less than 3% of you women are professional technicians. Our charity partner, Tech Force Foundation, believes if we want to solve this little technician shortage, we need to start talking to 52% of these ladies out in the population. Head on over. If you feel like you can tinker with the best of them, head on over to techforce.org. Welcome back, Ranch Nation. Uh, hanging out with you guys. Big shout out to our podcast family on Sunday. We try to upload the Sunday uh, Sunday show. In, and I remind you guys also, your shy ideas, special folks. I don't care if it's just the corner mechanic doing amazing things. There's always an open mic, man. It's your show. 
And uh, we invite that. You can get on wrenchnation.tv. There's a little contact section. I'll check the email. I'll get back with you. We figure it out. Also, we are not selling penny stocks. Get your email uh, to our newsletter. Lots of goings-ons in the community. And, you know, we try not to annoy you. Maybe one or two emails a month. That's kind of what people seem to be okay, or a week, I should say, seem to be okay with. Uh, WrenchNation.tv, you can find all that there. And joined in studio with Brandon Eckenrod. He is uh, a rock star, man. Facilitator of generosity. He's in studio. Welcome back, Brandon. Thank you, Frank. Uh, And, of course, Greg Ovist, uh, co-host with GWZUP.com. Greg, tell the people real quick before we get Tim back on, what are you doing over at G's Up? How can you help people? Well, I'm going to help people with a daunting task of trying to find a classic car. So if you need a classic car or you need help going through an auction, consigning or buying, I'm the guy to find out. This guy's on medicine. He don't sleep at night. He's listening to auctions 24-7. He is knee-deep in the business and uh, always grateful. And a big shout-out to Susie Sockets uh, hanging out at the garage. He's just been real busy. Uh, We stay in touch. I want a big shout-out to Desert Car Care and the whole squad out there. It's 100 degrees plus now in Phoenix, Arizona. And I just want to give my praise to those technicians in the service space. Of course, we've got coolers. It does help. And all of you technicians out there from across the country. And by the way, keep that rust away from Arizona. We don't like working on those cars. None of them. Please. We need therapy afterwards. (laughs) On hold with us, uh, welcome back, Tim Edelman. Uh, Welcome back, Tim. Thank you. Former Chief Business Development Officer for Abra, who is now retired. However, there was something that inspired you. And I must quote, because we probably see this, quote, here and there, see something, say something. And that, you know, that simple sign inspired you to do something to truly amplify the scholarship efforts on the collision side. Tim, talk to us about that. What did you, you just didn't retire, man. You didn't go down quietly. Can you talk yeah. to us about scholarship? Yeah, so for, for 25 years, guys, we have worked hard to support the Collision Repair Education Foundation, great industry support, um, supporting CREF, great insurance partner support, supporting CREF, and it just doesn't seem to be enough. And, you know, I've talked to Brandon over the years, and, you know, it's like, Brandon, what do we have to do to get people really engaged and embrace what's going on in our industry? There's a lot of people that are fortunate, like myself, that worked worked their butts off uh, through the collision repair business and had a really good outcome. So for the last 15 years, I've personally donated to CREF on an annual basis. Not only did I encourage our company to donate, which we always did, but I would personally make that donation annually. Now, I never told anybody about that just because I'm not a guy that wants a lot of, you know, accolades and just just don't need that. But when it came time to make this announcement after I talked to my family, it's like, you know, we've got to try to inspire others to get involved. So our donation went public. Our goal is to help young people um, with these scholarships become auto body repair, repair technicians so that we've got a pipeline of young people that can fix the vehicles that, Frank, you and I wreck in the years to come. <laughs> I know. As we get older, we've got to be careful. I hear I you. Know, yeah. Right? So the, yeah, you know, the see something, say something is a TSA sign, right, around most airports. I was taking my wife to the airport one day, and I looked up, and I thought, gosh, you know, see something, we should do something. So I did. That's awesome. It's as simple as that. It just it doesn't get any more simpler. And then, you know, why go public? 
because I would like to see others step up and do the same thing and create legacies for our families. This industry has been very, very good to a number of people that have the ability to give back, and I want to, you know, be an example and lead by example. And so that's what we've done with our uh, scholarship program and working with Brandon um, to engage with others to do the same. Brandon, I got to bring you in on this. You, you, uh, you cross the country. It's what you do. You love what you do. You're passionate. Um, keeping great relationships and raising money. First off. How much is that number for Collision Repair Education Foundation over the years? How much have you raised as a collective with the great help of the collision industry, LKQ, Allstate, Caliber, Enterprise, Gerber, the list goes on, including Tim Edelman and his family. How much have you raised for the Collision Repair Education Through, Through our very generous industry partners, since 2009, we've raised over $500 million for the technical schools, high school and college collision school programs, and what Tim and his family donated, because I don't believe he mentioned that specifically, but he personally donated $500,000 just this past year, Wow! which is actually the largest monetary donation that we have ever received. So you talk about all these multi-million and billion-dollar companies. Our largest donation came from Tim and his family, and we're going to try to do our part to make sure that we encourage others to give what they can. might not be that amount, but give what they can to help the future of this industry. Tim, you're a humble veteran, and we want to just thank you. And more importantly, I connected. I think a lot of you listening will connect to that. You know, we we always talk about, oh, the state of money, 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 money. Mm -hmm. And a lot of you, okay, great. You you may not go out, and, 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 and you may not have the money. But I will tell you right here at the East Valley Institute of Technology, how about your time at the collision Right. Uh, education side of this program, the automotive side of program. Uh, Tim Edelman, thank you for your donation. That was large. But can you speak to us? How short are we falling as an industry by the way we're investing time with the instructors who need us industry types to help? What do we need to do better, Tim? Yeah, Brandon can probably speak to that better than uh, better than I can. But, I mean, clearly um, our industry needs to support um, vocational schools and high school programs. Um, when when I was at Abra and I had a team of business development people, I always encouraged them to get involved with their local ICAR committee, which would involve insurance industry and other vendor partners like Enterprise Rent-A-Car, LKQ. But clearly, uh, when you build a relationship with a vocational school instructor and they need something and you're there to help them, they're going to help you with placement of high-quality people because the kind of guys and gals that we want in our business are the best and the brightest, the ones that have good attitudes, that come to work in the morning, they're the first ones there, and they're the last ones to leave, and they work hard, and they're passionate about um, taking care of customers. Yeah, no, Brandon, you travel the country, as I said a little earlier, you see the dynamic. Are we getting better as an industry? Are we stepping up our game? Because, listen, what happened, I hear you people complaining, well, Los Angeles lost all their high school programs. And let's face it, okay, that stuff was cut, but what are you doing? About Big it. shot on the sideline. Yep. I don't care if you're the parent. You may not even have an attachment to the industry, but did you show up to a career fair on a Saturday, even if, you'd, if your kids are long done with college. How did you support it? I'm tired of people talking. I'm going on a rant and rave because I'm tired of listening to it. You complain. You complain. Spend a little time. Brandon, are we getting better as an industry? 
Frank, on that top topic, I heard a phrase lately that I think fits perfectly. We've all heard of NATO, the overseas situation, but I've heard of it referenced in a different way. No action, talk only. And we need a big line and a line across that because we need the people to stop complaining and talking about things. We need to have them actually start doing something. And doing, like Tim says, means getting involved with their local programs, which not only just helps the students and the instructors, but when, and I've said this multiple times, when the administration sees the industry and businesses that are waiting for these students, it helps keep these programs around. So we need to make sure that we're actually getting involved, that's serving on advisory boards, and that's another way that Tim has helped um, over the years, like he said, is getting his team across the country involved at the local level, volunteering with, whether it's volunteer committees, like ICAR, Frank, that I know you have been supportive of here in the Phoenix area, but it's stop just complaining and let's actually take part in what these uh, programs are about so that we can actually keep them around. I say this respectfully. I don't mean to yell at you guys. You guys know that I get animated and so be it. It is what it is. is Well, I love my industry um, and I'm not a guy that, Tim, you can relate. We we came up through the trenches. Um, You know, when I started this whole thing, I didn't have a brick and mortar. I didn't have this huge facility. I started in the back of my trunk fixing cars uh, like a lot of youngsters will start. We don't know any better. We love people. We get, we get going. We like to fix stuff, and we like to do it right. And so I'm talking to you. I don't care if you're in Virginia. I don't care if you hang with us. We know a lot of you Canadians hang with us. Stop whining. Get involved. It's not about money. CollisionEducationFoundation.org. Visit our friends there. If you own a body shop, hey, What's a what's a dollar? Rep- uh, yeah, I'm asking for the sale here. What's a dollar per invoice? You got it. Pay it forward. Stop complaining, Tim. I want to thank you again, and um, you've inspired, and you will continue to inspire. Your relationship with the industry will continue. In between those big old fishing trips up to Alaska, we know that you're going to stay connected. How important is that for you? Yeah, very important, and I, uh, I'm just honored that uh, we're in a position to be able to give back and uh, would encourage others to do the same at whatever level they can. Well, we thank you, Tim. Tim Edelman, thank you very yeah. much. Um, you are inspiring, and, and we appreciate not only uh, your contribution by way of the dollars to scholarships, but your time in the industry. You've seen a lot. And uh, you are not going anywhere, my friend, because we're going to we're going to invite you back on and uh, see where you're up to. What kind of fi- what kind of sailfish you're catching? <laughs> we want pictures. We want pictures. <laughs> I've got some marlins to send you. Yeah, there you go. We'll get the fish stories next time. Tim Edelman, thank you so much. Thank you uh, for joining Ranch Nation, Brandon. It's important. I do want to share a story. We're just going to cut right through this next break. Finish our next ten minutes or so that we got. I do want to talk about this. I was inspired not only by Tim, all the great things that you've done. You've been on this show before. Your whole squad, team, tribe at Craft. It's not easy because you're in the business of. Asking for money. All four of us. Quick shout out to Tiffany, Amber, Melissa, myself. We make up the entire organization that, through our industry partners, is trying to change the future of the industry. So shout out to them. Big shout out. I've been in email back and forth with Amber, and you have a pretty amazing story to share. As I just mentioned, there's all kinds of ways on different levels that we can sort of pay it forward and do what's right where we can. It doesn't have to be monetary. You had a recent scholarship winner that, I mean, when we talk about scholarships, it's the face value of money helping with the cost, but the de-stressor, like, like it, I don't care if you're an adult in between careers, it's stressful. Or a youngster, you're on your own. You're 20, 19, and money ain't coming at you. 
These scholarships are de-stressors. Talk about a recent press release of an individual that received a scholarship and how she handled that. So to your point real quick about the scholarships, and you mentioned at the beginning of the show, um, we, we struggle like a lot of the other industries to try to get students to apply where we are sitting on funds sometimes. Um, and um, Susan Bach was a recent scholar. Well, she received a scholarship back, I think it was in 2009 from, um, from the foundation and, and ExoNobel. And, you know, we've heard that this, you know, changed her ability um, to start her career off with that much less student debt. And that has made a huge impact where some of these students don't are not aware of what that is going to be owed back. So while we're going to school, it's not top of mind, but to help change their career path forward um, so there's less debt that they have to pay. I speak to my adults, man. Um, some of you, let's just face it, life hits us. We get divorced. Mm-hmm. Things change. You know, we're now restructuring. You're 40. You're 50. And here it is. And you're not giving up. And you decide to do a career change. Uh, Susan Bach worked at an insurance agency for 16 years. Um, and back in 09, of course, 09 was a calamity to the markets. She was let go. And according to her, it was a, quite a shock as insurance was all she ever knew. Wow. That was her career, man. Could you imagine? All you ever knew. This is what I do day in and day out. I know it. I smell it. I breathe it. I'm good at it. And you get laid off. And she switched gears. So even my adults out good there, for her. big time good for her. And here comes the really buku good for her. What is she doing now? Working for ICAR within the industry. And obviously ICAR has been instrumental in terms of when it comes to training the industry. Let the people know if they don't know ICAR is. Yeah, what is ICAR is the Inter-Industry Conference on Auto Collision Repair. They provide the technical training that the industry takes to stay up to speed on how to repair vehicles. So everyone, everyone within the industry completes ICAR training or should be taking ICAR classes. And if your current body shop is not completing ICAR training, it's something maybe a question you need to ask. Good that. job. Consumers, yep. now if you guys are looking for a body shop, not a lot of you just call your insurance agent and they send you on your way. The likelihood of being ICAR certified via insurance, they have to they have to dance a certain relationship there yep. is high. But if you're that individual that's out of pocket, let's say, all right, I'm going to spend the $2,000 because I don't want to dig my insurance. ICAR is what you need to look for as a, as a training certification body. You're looking for businesses that have earned the gold class designation, which is a training designation from ICAR, which basically says that their people are keeping up to speed on how to repair cars correctly. So they're not just practicing on your car. They're actually repairing the car like they should. Right. So um, Susan's been working together with or working with ICAR um, and obviously seems to love her career. And so- Well, her rock star part here, a great story. That's what she's doing now. She's taking a small amount of her paycheck. And she's paying it forward to the scholarship. I love that. Wow. That is a great story. Man, that's cool. It's full circle, man. Great story. Like you sit back and complain eating your Cheetos, and you complain, you watch the news, the negativity, blah, blah, blah. I don't care if you got 10 cents a paycheck. Something. Give it it back. And that's how we take control of our communities. I know this is an automotive show. We're not political and all this. But stop complaining. Like, take control. Uh, Get on to collisioneducationfoundation.org. Our good friends there. You want to get involved yeah, or anything. I don't care if you're in the Basket Weaving Association, National, International, Schmashel. Contribute. Give, yeah. give, give, give yeah, it like, back. Like Brandon said, stop talking about it. Make some action. Exactly. <laughs> action Jackson. That's your new nickname, brother. <laughs> I'll take it. I hey, so there's only four people? Four total people. Wow. In the and, you, and you're telling me over the years, 500 million raised? Thanks to our generous industry partners, right? Facilitator generosity. It's not us giving it. But. Uh, let's go ahead and give uh, a shout out. To our friends, I think they're 
well do. I mentioned Gerber Collision, a few others. Please take the time and let's give these folks uh, recognition. So some of our major contributors um, in the, say, in the insurance side, um, you've got major insurers like State Farm, Allstate, Geico, Nationwide, Liberty Mutual. Um, they all contribute on the the MSO side. You have companies like Abra, give, uh, Driven Brands, which includes CarStar, Mako. You have Gerber, Collision and Glass, Service King, Caliber, um, major paint companies like PPG and others. So it's the full industry that is giving wow. um, all across the all across the country. And um, obviously that makes a huge impact on these programs. And if I can, real quick, Frank, we've talked about it before, but it's finally less than two months away. We are one of the top sponsors at the American School Counselor Conference that's happening down in Austin, Texas. So- a quiet little expo. It's wow. not, come on, man. It's not like the New York City uh, or show, the auto show or SEMA. Uh-huh. I mean, we don't hear about these things. Can you repeat that? American School Counselor Conference is going to bring together four to 5,000 kindergarten through high school school counselors across the country. CREF, through a very generous grant from General Motors, is going to be one of the top sponsors. So we get to re-educate that group on wow. accepting the technical trades and providing them the resources like kindergarten. Talking about color book, coloring books before, Frank. What can we give students, even at the younger age, get them aware of what's involved with this industry? So It's time to stop complaining about people not putting students in the right area and start putting some action behind it. And we look forward to making that happen. But the other real quick piece, Frank, we are um, we're doing we announced out at SEMA a 69 Camaro rebuild fundraiser with our friends at BASF and KTL Restorations. The funds raised from that rebuild fundraiser will fund a national PSA campaign about the industry. So mom, dad, you're going to see commercials on TV, radio. So if people want to text the word talent T-A-L-E-N-T to 406-302-5086. It'll send them the link to the raffle so they can actually be, you know, win the possible the 69 Camaro. But the f- funds raised from that raffle will, get, will fund that national PSA campaign about uh-huh. the industry. Brandon Eckenrode with the Collision Repair Education Foundation. Thank you, sir, for everything you do, man. Thank you for it's having quiet, me. It's quietly done in the background. $500 million is no joke. And again, thank you, Mr. Tim Edelman, for your contribution 500,000 towards scholarships. That's uh, that's Crazy. amazing. Greg, thank you so much for hanging in the studio as well. Absolutely. I actually got to get going in a little bit. So, you know, so I, I got to get You got to get going. He, oh, yeah. Oh, wait, little, 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 little. 130, 130, yeah, see, I'm missing out. So. He's got to go. All right. I will catch you next week. Yeah, we'll catch you guys. Well, we're probably, uh, I'm traveling to Florida for a few days. We may have a replay. Sorry, my podcast family, but we'll be even more consistent. A little, uh, consistent. We have a little summer hours, but it doesn't waver from what we tell you every week. Be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.